Goons and Scums is your host and the owner of the Goon Squad podcast, the Nolan Pecora. So <clears throat> here is my um, my co-host of the show, Joe Rubano. What's up, guys? Local dustbag Joe Boobs back on the mic tonight with Peck. Thanks to all for listening to the first podcast. We really appreciate it. And yeah, that's all I got to say. All right. So um, so before we get started with the show, um, last show we talked about Colby Cave, Edmonton Oilers forward, who um, who was in uh, he's in a coma because he had a he suffered a brain bleed, and um, sadly earlier this morning, um, we learned that sadly Colby um, died in his coma, and he was age twenty five, and that's it's just. It's just surprising and just really sad and horrific that, you know, th- about the events that took place. Like, nobody deserves like this to happen, you know. Like, he he was bigger than people thought in some other people's hearts. He was a lot of people's favorite player, and he was just starting to grow up and help turn uh, Edmonton over. But it's just really sad, and I just feel so bad. Uh, Rubes, what's your... Like your yeah, I feel this. the exact same way. Very tragic, and I'm sending my prayers to the Cave family. So, I know he was an upstart player. He so, played for the Bruins, and he was just starting his NHL career. And I feel horrible that this happened. Gone way too young. Gone way too young. Well, so on a, uh, on a better note, um, we're having a guest, Caleb Waterman, on the show. So I hope you guys enjoy this next segment. It's going to be an interesting one. And we're back here with another special guest here on Goon Squad Podcast. I would like to introduce goalie and Siv for North Yarmouth Academy, Caleb Waterman. What's up, boys? So, Caleb, how about you uh, introduce yourself and give us a quick rundown about uh, how prep school hockey is? All right. So I play 10D for NYA. You know, I mean, I didn't really play this year, but. The competition there is actually really nice, you know, all these Frenchies uh, kind of going bar down on me all the time, but, you know, it's made me a better player. You know, I never thought I was going to go to prep school when I was a peewee, but, you know, finally got to go after my freshman year at Gorham, so, you know, I think it's actually a pretty good uh, pretty good life I have right now, you know? <laughs> pretty good. <laughs> all right, so, um, so basically, me and Joe have created um, – kind of a list together uh, for our top 10 picks for the 2020 NHL draft and um, a little sum- summary about them. And Caleb has made his own mock draft for the top 10 picks. So, yeah. So, um, without further ado, let's get started. So, for me and Joe's first round pick, we obviously have Alexis Lafreniere, left wing for Ramuski Oceanic in the QMJHL, where he had 35 goals and 77 assists in the 112 games. I mean, uh, 112 points in uh, 52 games. And then had four goals, six assists, 10 points in five games for the Team Canada on IHF. <clears throat> Honestly, about Alexis is um, it's very quick. He's physical. He makes quick plays with the puck. And honestly, he like – He's one of those star players that also can go into di- the dirtiest areas and, you know, get in the corners, go hard in the corners and get those rebound goals. And he's a really got a big uh, playmaker. <clears throat> so, um, Caleb, what was your um, first round? First uh, round yeah, pick? so my first overall pick, obviously, same thing. Alexis Lefrenier, you know, I mean, reputation, like, 
speaks for itself. You know, he had 112 points for Ramuski. Actually, became the captain. You know, as only like an 18 year old, which is kind of crazy to see. I mean, I'd say his his playmaking ability is up there for the best in the draft for sure. You know, having 77 assists, almost like, having over you know, having over an assist per game is pretty damn good in your draft year. And uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'd say he's going to make an immediate impact. He's got the size. I think you know, it's going to translate well to the NHL, but. I don't think he'll be maybe as you know a second first line winger right off the bat. I think he should start it on the third line and you know work his way up. And I think he's going to be a very very he's going to have to work for that. Yeah, very good player in the NHL. And have you seen this guy corral passes and like get like get the puck off his stick? It's just so yeah. smooth and he looks so easy. Like he has such nice hands and it's just insane his hockey IQ. Yeah. So um. <clears throat> So, with the second overall pick, Joe, what was your choice for the second overall pick? All right, so for Nolan and I, our second overall pick was uh, Canadian forward Quentin Byfield. He played for the uh, Sudbury Wolves in the OHL, and he had 82 points in 45 games. And he played for the uh, Canadian World Junior Championship team and had a point in that. And at age 17, that's impressive to even make the team. And he's put he uh, put up a point, so... He's uh, very mature for his age, and it showed he got called up for the uh, World Junior Championship, and I think he'll make a pretty good impact when he comes in. I agree with that. Yeah. So, uh, for mine, yeah, I mean, I picked Quentin Byfield second overall as well, but, I mean, the guy is huge. He's 6'4", 214 as, like, a 17-year-old. He's just huge. And I think also, like, his skating is very, like, Way above where I thought it would be for a guy his for yeah for a guy like that size he he is beautiful skating and like great boots. I think his shot is actually very underrated. I I was watching some highlights and all some clips and his release is quick. He can get that puck off his stick real quick. Especially like having the size, having the weight, his drives to the net. That's gonna be. That's gonna be. Oh, I, I, I'd move out of the way if he. If oh yeah, he's yeah that, that's, that right on that's me. just right on the ice for me. Yeah, I'm not. Uh, so to continue with me and Joe's uh, third pick, we select um Tim Stutzel from um Adler Mannheim in the DEL in Germany, where he had, you know, seven goals, twenty-seven assists, thirty-four points in forty-one games, but. As a young player in that league, because that league's, you know, like, it's a German pro league, so it can go from from age, like, 17 to age 42 or whatever. Um, it's such a weird – it's just a weird skilled league, but it's kind of crazy. But he's a young player. He's very quick at the puck. He knows good structural defense, and he can take off in the blink of an eye. His acceleration is so good. <clears throat> Uh, but he will not be playing in the NHL next year. He's going to play in the DEL another year to develop more. Yeah, I mean, I, I'd say that's a good move for him. You know, he's only six foot. He's 187 pounds. So I think he's he's got the size. But, I mean, give him one more year against, like, professional competition, and he's yeah. going to be a solid second-line center. He needs a little more. He needs a little more, like, goal scoring. He's good defensively, and – He's a good defensive forward, but he needs to get a little more offense in his game. Well, I, I would say that scoring. Stutzel is probably up there for best playmaker. I'd say him and Lafreniere are definitely oh, yeah. up there. His hockey IQ, oh. 
is absolutely ridiculous. I, I saw some of the passes he was making, you know, and he was playing with a, a former NHLer and Ben Smith. He was playing on his line. And to learn from a guy like that, I think, is going to help him going forward. Well, that's, that's he's great. Gonna, he's going to learn, you know, the ins and outs of, like, what you need to do. You know, he's, he's going to learn, like, but, the extra things, little things to work on. It's I think it's great for him that he's going back to Mannheim for one more year. Yeah, but um, what's it called? He needs to get in. I I was watching some of his highlights, and he he kind of stays away from those dirty areas, and you know doesn't crash the net as hard to get the rebounds. But you know it's something that he can work. In the DEL, they really don't learn that stuff much because it's just a whole another game than the US and the NHL. Yeah. But it's okay. Who'd you have for your, your uh, third pick? Yeah, I had Stetzel again. You know, I I just think the the guy is going to be really good. I think like the top five for me, like just I think all of those guys, maybe even all the guys in the top 10 are going to have really good NHL careers because they're all so similar, yet they're all, like, really different at the same time. Their skill sets are completely different. I think Stetzel is definitely going to be up there for one of the best players in the league in a few years. I, I think him, like, depending on the team he gets, if he gets to play with, like, another elite forward on his line, maybe a sniper, I, I think he would – you know, and do really well. I think a system he do really well, and honestly, is Montreal. You get to play with a guy like Drew in, maybe even like you know a Max Domi who can score some goals. Put him on with them, and I think he's maybe fifty assists a year. It's just crazy. I I think he's gonna be really. really and good. we all know, and we all know. Obviously, Alexis Lafreniere is going to what's it called? He's gonna be going to Detroit, and most likely, um, Stutzel. I mean, depends who gets the third third uh, overall pick, but we think that um, Rubes, do you have for your second overall pick? Oh, I had Byfield. What's that? Oh, I have Clinton Byfield. Yeah, I think Byfield's going to go to Ottawa. I think I'm pretty sure Ottawa's going to get the second and third overall pick and because third. they traded for the third. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So, Rubes, who do you have for your fir- fourth overall pick? So, for fourth overall pick, we have um, Marco Rossi from Austria. And he grew up in Austria and played in Switzerland for um, his youth hockey. And he moved to um, to Ottawa. And he's playing for the Ottawa 67s in the OHL. And he had um, 120 points in 56 games played, which is very impressive for um, impressive. your draft year, being only 17, Did he have more points? Old, that's... Did he have more points? Uh, he led all of the CHL in scoring, which is crazy. Yeah, I think the OHL is, yeah. is better than the – QMJHL. I think the QMJHL is the guys that just yeah, aren't, QMJHL they aren't as big. The, they, so the QMJHL is like kind of like at the bottom of the chain. It's skilled guys who aren't as big, but, you know, still good. The WHL is at the is kind of like the top – is like just the absolute mooses, like the Lumberjacks <laughs> from Vancouver, like the bigger guys. And the OHL is like in the middle, you know. It's like guys that work hard, that are good. It, I think the guys. OHL might be the better – yeah. it's. It, I just think the OHL might be the better league, but – Oh, Lafreniere is Lafreniere. He's a great player. So we'll we'll see. So uh, for my fourth pick, I actually had uh, Lucas Raymond going number four. You know, I mean, it's going to be tough. I think he's definitely going to play one more year in the SHL. I mean, he's only 5'10", 165. So if he comes over here, mm-hmm. I think he's going to get leveled a few times. But I'd say he's definitely going to stay in uh, for with uh, Falunda. He had uh, four goals, six assists for 10 points. And with Sweden at the World Junior Championships, he had two goals, two assists for four points in seven games. But 
I think Raymond is just, you know, good playmaker. He's got a good shot. His speed is unreal. I mean, all these kids have boots. I mean, he's just whipping up the ice. Great boots. His, his two-way game, I think, could use a little bit of work, but I think it's very solid for a kid his age and his size. But he's definitely got to bulk up a little more. I mean, 165 is just – I mean, you look at a guy like Hughes, and he's getting tossed around and. Hughes is getting bounced around. The past two years, for the past two years, the drafts have been getting like the players have been getting smaller and smaller. Like, yeah, it's it's getting crazy. I mean, you look at you look at a guy like like Marner. I think I could see parallels with Raymond and Marner because Marner's relatively small, but he's built too. Like, he does not get knocked Mm -hmm. off the puck. Marner has like unreal. Oh, Mitch Marner's beautiful, beautiful. (laughs) But yeah, I, I have Raymond going fourth. I think whoever gets him, he's gonna be a very good forward for them. He's gonna be a good top nine forward when he comes into the league. He can contribute. Yeah. Um. So for my fifth fifth overall pick, um, I actually selected uh Cole per- Perfetti from uh Saginaw Spirit in the OHL, where he had thirty seven goals, seventy four assists, and one hundred eleven points in uh sixty one games. Um, Cole shows his dominance in the OHL, but the only thing that kind of holds him is his uh, defense. He he lacks on playing uh, structured defenses. He tends to run around a lot, and it shows as he's uh, he was like plus forty nine this year on the ice, which is good. But that means he was on the ice for around ninety two goals this year. So you know that's the only thing that's gonna like hold him back from being an early pick for the NHL, you know? Yeah. Uh, for my fifth pick, I had uh, Marco Rossi at number five. You know, He's 5'9", 179, so he is on the shorter side. But again, he still weighs more than Lucas Raymond. And Raymond is, you know, one inch taller than him, but Rossi is 14 pounds heavier. So I think Rossi definitely is going to be a good player because I think after the draft, he's going to, like, maybe – Bump up to you know five nine you know maybe one eighty five one eighty seven up up around there. Uh, I think his playing Raymond needs to eat a steak. Is, is great. He's gonna be a moose in the league. I will tell you that. Uh, I'd say he definitely goes to like um, you know the AHL for a year. Maybe goes back to Ottawa. Um, I'd probably put him in Ottawa for one more year. See how he does. Um, you know, I don't think he's going to hit 120 points like he did this year, but I'd say definitely mm-hmm. over 100 points if he goes back to Ottawa and, next year. Yeah, the big sure. difference between um, these leagues, like the, like the CHL leagues, like the OHL, WHL, QJHL, versus these foreign leagues, like um, the SHL, the DEL, the Liga, is just overseas. It's not as a physical game, yeah. but more skilled game as you can see is like some of the shootout videos on like Instagram and like all, all those hockey accounts, all those foreign leagues are just so much more like skilled and they work out. They just try to play on more skill instead of speed and physicality. Right. So it translates weird, but usually these guys that are foreign usually kind of can settle with yeah. this. And on Instagram, you typically like across overseas, you sit, like on Instagram, you're saying like you see a lot of shootout videos. You don't really see a lot of line brawl videos, yeah. like you see out of like right. the North American the, the hockey Vietnam. League and stuff like that. The v- it's a different game. <laughs> Vietnam. The no. Vietnam. All right. So, so Rubes, who do you have for your um? Wait, we're on our six round pick, right? Uh, six overall. Yeah. yeah six. So, who'd you get for six? For six, we have um, Alexander Holtz from Sweden. 
and he he played for the um Duhorgans in the SHL, and he had 16 points in 35 right. games, and that's a pretty good stat. Knowing the SHL's men, he's a kid playing against men, and he's pretty solid. And he had um in 17 games, he had nine points for Sweden in uh, the World Juniors. So again, solid numbers and. Yeah, that's yeah, I'd say that's pretty solid. Uh, for my sixth pick, I had the defenseman Jamie Drysdale. Uh, he played in the OHL this year at uh, forty-seven points, nine goals, thirty-eight assists. I think he is probably the best offensive defenseman in this draft for sure. You know, oh, I mean, he played with Canada at the World Juniors, had a goal and two assists for three points in seven games. But like, he's got great offensive ability. I think it. Like massively outweighs his defensive ability, but he's also a solid defenseman too. Like a very solid two-way defenseman. I think he's probably going to stay one more year in the OHL. I don't think he's going to, you know, make a roster similar to like Bowen Byram from uh, this year's, like this last year's draft. He, he's fourth overall pick, but he went back to Vancouver this year. So you know, I I think uh, Drysdale is going to be a very serviceable defenseman. Maybe you know, top four. I don't think he'll be a top two. Maybe if he develops a little bit more, but I think he's going to be, so. a, you know, all around solid top four defenseman for throughout his career. In the long run, I think he'll be yeah. very good. Me too. He's he's beautiful, beautiful skating. Such a just such a good defenseman. So with our um, seventh pick, I actually had Jamie Drysdale, stud defense. Um, Caleb kind of already gave the rundown on him, but. Uh, my kind of profile on him when I watch some of his highlights, he's a very dominant D that can stretch passes and make good breakouts. <clears throat> and he's just so smooth uh, with his skates, and he can turn guys inside and out without a sweat. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so, seventh. Rubes, move on to the eighth round. Uh, eighth? No, wait, seventh. My, seventh. All right. So, I picked uh, Alexander Holtz, you know, out of the SHL, six foot, 183. He's, I think he's going to be a good player as well, you know. I mean, five points with the World Junior Championship, 16 points in the SHL. You know, I, I think he'll be, you know, a very strong right wing, like two-way forward. You know, I think he could, you know, chip in on the mm-hmm. third line, maybe fourth line as like a second-year, third-year player. Definitely going to have to play in the AHL, though, maybe go back to Sweden for a few more years, develop a little bit more. But he'll definitely be a nice depth guy. Uh, for any team that really drafts him, you know. I mean, for the first few years, he will be a depth piece, but he could mold into a top six two-way forward and, you know, be up there for the Selkie. Most certainly. Who knows? With all the defensive forwards yeah. coming up. In the league. So, uh, Joe, we got into the eighth round. Right, so right right number eight. Yeah, number eight. Number eight, we have Lucas Raymond from Sweden. We've been talking about him a bit. And only being 5'10", 165, he's got to bulk up a little bit. But as we talked about, he's going to be a strong player um, just when he bulks up. Raymond, eat, eat a few steaks, buddy. Eat a few steaks. <laughs> no, I, I think Raymond's going to be dirty, right. though, for real. I think he's going to be gross in the league. Uh, my eighth pick yeah. was uh, Anton Lindell out of the Liga. Uh, he's 6'1", 183, and in 44 games had uh, 10 goals, 18 assists. For 28 points. Um, you know, he played some of the wing and center this year, but I think he mostly will play center in the NHL once his face-offs get a lot better. But I think uh, in the in the face-off circle, from what I saw, 
he was not doing that bad against you know grown men in the Liga. I think um, he's going to be a good two-way forward, maybe in a good playmaker. Uh, we'll just see, though. You know, he's got good speed, uh, very good size, similar to Lefrenere, you know, only 10 pounds lighter. But I think he's going to be a very good uh, defensive forward and playmaker going forward, I think, for any team that gets him. So, so with my ninth pick, I actually – I had Lundell here, but I kind of I kind of watched a video on um, this next player and Lundell, and I, I don't know. I kind of like this guy better, so – uh, with the ninth pick, we think Connor Zary um, deserves it. Uh, center from the Kamloops Blazers to the WHL, where he had 38 goals and 48 assists, 87, uh, 86 points in 57 games. <clears throat> I think Connor's a very underlooked player by scouts, where he was ranked, like, I don't know, 13th or 14th, but I think he deserves ninth. And he's a lot of potential <clears throat> for the, um, the long run in his NHL career. So I think he definitely deserved that spot. That's fair. Uh, with my ninth overall pick, I, I put Cole Perfetti here. Uh, similar reasons to what like Nolan was saying. He's got very good offensive ability. He is unmatched offensively, I think. Very creative, a lot of assists. But the defense is going to come back to you know bite him a little bit. And I think that's why his stock is around 9 and 10. Offensively, I'd say he's definitely top 5, maybe even top 3. But defensive-wise, you know, he doesn't play in all three zones, I think. I think he really only plays in one, and he's got to work on his play in the other two, especially if he wants to make an NHL roster at, like, 20, 21 years old. Because by then, your skills should be, you know, solid and among guys, maybe. Because, you know, Nylander only made it when he was about 20, and he had to play in the Marley system for a few years after he was drafted just to, you know, hollow out his um, defensive uh, – defensive positioning and like structuring his defense and playing a lot better defense than he was back in Sweden. But I, I think that Perfetti is going to be a good player. Just got to work on his defensive zone coverage and stuff like that. How did, um, how did Neil and his brother Alex do this year? Hmm? Okay. Um, what's called? Uh, William Neil and brother Alex. I wonder how he did yeah, this year. He's on the Hawks. I don't know if he got traded. I think he's on the Hawks. He, he had a mediocre yeah, season, I, yeah. It's tough, you know. I I think he's going to be good. Yeah. He just needs to not be, you know. He's got to find a center he's that is guy. a similar style to him because he's, he's a very, you know, playmate yeah. center. And I think the hall that needs to find a good system uh, for him, you know, from, from uh, Chicago was a decent hall. I mean, they got Henry Okaharju who is a serviceable, you know, top four defenseman. He's going to be really good. He's only, I think, with 22, 23. So he's going to be very good going forward for them. I think that was a good pickup. All right, so moving on to the 10th pick, Joe. Go ahead. So for number 10, we have um, D-man Jake Sanderson uh, from the United States. He played for the um, U.S. under-18 team this year. He had 29 points in 47 games for the NTDP. Those are some very good numbers for a defenseman in the USHL. He stands 6'1", 185. That's pretty good size for a guy in his draft year. He's got the height and he's got the weight for it. So, And right now he's committed to the University that's, of North Dakota for next season. That's a great addition for that North Dakota team, I think. So, I think they're going to be even. Yeah. yeah. I Bernard think they're strong definitely team. losing Doc, like Bernard Docker, though. I think he might sign an entry-level deal. I think he already did with Ottawa. So Otto was getting a good defenseman there in Bernard Docker, but 
And they're also losing some seniors. I think Kawaguchi was up there for the Hobie Baker. And uh, Shane Pinto, I think, is another draft mm-hmm. pick. I think of the Flyers, maybe. So, yeah, but I think adding Sanderson to that team is going to make them a lot better than they were this year. And that's saying something. Because they were, yeah. I think, top five in the country all year. So, that's crazy. Uh, yep. For my 10th pick, I actually have a goalie, uh, Yaroslav Askarov. Uh, he's 6'3", 176, and played in the VHL, which is the minor leagues of the KHL in Russia. Uh, he had a two forty five goals mm-hmm. against and not in a nine twenty save percentage as a seventeen year old, which is crazy because normally goalies aren't playing professionally at seventeen and dominating. Uh, at the World Juniors, yeah. he had a uh, in five games a two seven one goals against and an eight seven seven save. He did okay. I think he was an underager at the World Junior Championships. So, I mean, Askarov. No real goalies have been taken in the first round in a long time because they've all really been busts, but I don't think Askarov is going to be a bust. I think Askarov has the potential to be a franchise-altering goalie. I see similar styles to Vasilevsky with Askarov. Yeah. You know, and, I mean, Vasilevsky was picked late first round, so imagine what Askarov could be picking, being picked in the, like, the top 15. You know, I think that's the real kind of um, X factor with him. He'll be picked higher, has, a, I think, a higher potential. But um, I'd say definitely a similarity is Vasilevsky for sure. You know, Vesna caliber goalie once he gets 23, 24, 25. Okay, maybe more. So, um, well, it looks like the NHL uh, draft this year. Get your same camera to see how many of our predictions were right and how many were wrong and see what kind of uh, – busts uh, we get out of this draft and let's see what kind of hidden gems we get out of this draft so well Caleb thank you for coming on the show we really appreciate it and um, hopefully we can uh, get you back on the show sometime soon I'd love to be on here again boys thank you yeah pleasure Pleasure to have you well uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that segment you know we were just trying to do something uh, something new there doing the mock draft so I hope you guys enjoy. Um, next week, we're going to have Jake Halsey forward for the Wentworth Leopards <clears throat> uh, for Wentworth Institute of Technology uh, for next show. So we're going to have him on the show, ask him a few questions, and just continue with uh, our normal upload days. Uh, Joe, anything to say? Uh, once again, guys, thank you for tuning in. And um, we're glad to, ha- um, glad to have you listening, and we're um, hoping that you'll be back. And it's been, been a pleasure to work with you and Caleb. So, all right. Couldn't couldn't say couldn't say anything better. Well, hope you guys have a nice night, and I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. You know, let us know um, if you guys have anything you guys want want us to run down um, in our next podcast. Just DM us on Instagram uh, at the Goon Squad Podcast. I'm pretty sure at, or the Goon Squad, something like that. But yeah, just let us know if you guys want anything, or if you want us to to get our if you want to be on our show, or if you want somebody else to get on our show. Just let us know. So I hope you guys have a nice night and uh, peace. Have a nice night, everyone.